0: pressure points with your two favorite spooky hosts i'm d and this is my cute little jack-o-lantern aj we're coming at you with season four episode 40 a nazi werewolf in germany aj's gonna be what world war ii again i can't believe it find us on instagram and twitter at points O pressure get ready cuties and Tim the Toolman Taylor over here. Oh, oh. god, <laughs> fucking top tier. Oh, welcome back. It's Monday. It feels like it's been forever since um, we've it, done this. It does, but at the same time it feels like we recorded just yesterday. And that's not a joke. We recorded a week ago,
1: but nothing has fucking happened this week. Oh my god. No, thank goodness. I baked which, ha- which is how you know that seasonal depression's coming on? Yeah, I made... That's how I escape it. I, I made three types of flatbread ooh, this week. Ooh, not bad. And then eaten it all. <laughs> I made lettuce wraps, so you know how, where ooh. my mental state is. Me and lettuce wraps? Get the oh fuck my out God. of here. You uh, poor, poor man. Yeah, they were good, though. Yeah, hey, that's good.
0: Um, Yeah, we went to a haunted... Well, not a haunted house. We went to a fucking horror house.
1: A horror house. <laughs> know, what, what the fuck do you call it? It's that? called a haunted house. Oh, okay.
0: I mean, it wasn't actually haunted. It was one of those spooky walkthroughs. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. Uh, there was it a was full contact. Yeah, full contact. Nothing crazy happened to me because I'm too big and fat for them to want to do anything. I'm they, slightly shorter and more innocent looking. I, I wonder if it's... I just look like I don't have... So, like, with flight or fight, I don't have a flight response. Maybe that's
1: what they think, but I have a flight response. Like, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like you can fly, but, ooh, put you in a situation.
0: When I strap those Jordans on, baby,
1: watch <laughs> when out. When you puff up yeah. your basketball <laughs>
0: shoes. <laughs> when I puff up my fucking
1: Reebok pumps. You better believe I'm out of there and I'm zero to 60 and point .2. What a great connection to the title of this episode. Oh, really? Because it's 80s. Oh, right? yeah. Isn't that when that movie yeah, came dude. out? Yeah, movie?
0: I was talking about Reebok Pumps, man. Those Not, are like when
1: American Werewolf and oh, London Oh, yeah, came yeah, out. yeah. Okay. I that think was... it was. I don't yeah. fucking
0: know. And if you don't know it, go watch it. It's a fucking weird, culty movie. That's I've never fantastic. seen it. It's fantastic. It's good. It's a really weird, good 80s movie. And the werewolf effects
1: in there, they use- um, They're better than the thriller. Yeah.
0: They use the what is it, natural effects or whatever the fuck it's called, Um, realistic.
1: They use no uh,
0: practical, practical. They use practical effects when he turns into a werewolf. I always
1: respect practical effects, even if they're shitty. Shitty practical effects are still better than shitty CGI. I only
0: saw the uh, scene of him transitioning into a werewolf when I was a kid. Yeah, and the practical effects in that movie are amazing. Like they're spooky. And then I watched it again later, and I was like, "Damn, those are still really fucking good." You you would like it just for the effects. In it. Oh, I'm sure. You're uh, such a, an effects nerd.
1: Yeah, you know it. Effects, it's not not affects. My my wife is into <laughs> special effects, like makeup and shit. So of course she I. does a good job
0: with it too. <laughs> She's really good it's at impressive. it.
1: Oh, so, uh, I suppose uh, I should probably grab yeah. my notes and like get them out. Maybe now, a little. Huh? It uh,
0: might be a little bit important. Let um, me find
1: them. Heads up to everyone listening,
0: Uh, I will be posting this this week, so keep an eye out for the post. We will be streaming live on Sunday, the 31st of October. We're going to do 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. 2 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Time. Uh, If you're in Norway... I think that's like 10 p.m. for you guys. Don't so worry. Hopefully you can catch it. it we won't do like a three-hour stream like we have before. Maybe. Um, we might. But it'll be posted the next day as well. So it's going to be through YouTube. We will have links provided. If you want a link sent to you, message me on Instagram or Twitter. Just anything. You can send me a fucking little eggplant emoji and I'll know what you mean. Send it to me. I won't send you a dick pic in response. I'll just send you the link the day of, a good, like, 10 minutes before we go on. And we're going to be running some testing to make sure that it sounds good. So Yeah.
1: So if you see us pop up on, like, YouTube or anything, like, an hour before that, we're just testing. It's not going to be anything.
0: That and the more people we have on there, the better, like, the better feedback we're going to get. So... Be live in the comments. Let us know if we have audio issues, if we have anything, because that's going to be next week's episode.
1: Yeah. Normally, we can listen live when we're like recording, but when Mm. we're doing the live stream- This one's tough because we can't listen in. Yeah,
0: we have to run it through a different program, so it makes things a little bit harder for us. So, hop in, check us out live. The more people that are on there, the better, and comment like fucking crazy. I'll have it pulled up. AJ will have it pulled up. We'll have a guest next week. Probably. haven't, we might have a guest next week. Um, but yeah Spooky Check that shit out Sunday the 31st 2pm Mountain Standard Time If you aren't sure what time that is message me I'll let you know what time it is where you live and I'll send you the link when we're going live so yeah. There's my spiel. Perfect. Also subscribe on Patreon.
1: All right. AJ, oh, yeah. what you, what do you have for Let's me today? Let's get to the the real <laughs> horror, which is me doing notes. So, so I know we are a hardcore history podcast. Yes. Not wow. affiliated with Dan Carlin's Hardcore History, which is a fantastic podcast. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. If you really like twenty four hour long podcasts on World War One. <laughs> so which that's I do.
0: That's what we'll start doing when we, we hit like Sell out. 45 and the uh, Alzheimer's starts to kick in. Alzheimer's and dementia. Oh, yeah. And we can just ramble and tell the same story for 24 hours. People will eat it up and we'll have money to give to our significant others. Yeah. We'll be set. Perfect.
1: <laughs> so I feel like we've we've... It's been a while since I've done a World War II episode. Yeah, it's been
0: like three weeks.
1: I know. And Nordic <laughs> Thunder always sends me awesome stuff Hell yeah. that I look at. Like, just great stuff. So, thank you. Keep sending them. This is not something that he sent me. Oh. <laughs> but but it got me back in the mood of oh. World War II. Oh, also, God. I got an email today, or yesterday, I don't know, that we peaked Highest ever on a chart. Oh my God, we've peaked. Were we top 100? Ranked number 67. Oh, damn it. Nope, I don't want it. Of I know, almost 69. <laughs> but ranked number 67 of history podcasts in Norway. Dude, so at kind it of over there. That's up, that's up from
0: August when we were at, I think our peak was 114.
1: Yeah, so, hey, we're moving somewhere in the yeah. world. And we also started ranking in like the 3,000 mark in Brazil. Oh, okay.
0: I mean, I'll <laughs> take it.
1: Which... Okay. Flip those fucking VPNs on. Yeah. And listen to us Switch in in to, Oslo. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Madagascar, please. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Bring Norway to number one. We got to get. Oh yeah, one. let's do it. Switch unique listeners in Norway, number one, and then we'll go worldwide. We'll just keep forwarding we'll you guys go from to everywhere else.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll just go whatever like nation is closest to next. And we'll just create this circle. Before we do that, we need to get Have sponsored. Have good content.
0: No, we need to get sponsored oh. by a VPN so that everybody signs up through it.
1: And <laughs> it's then, a pyramid scheme. Yeah, bada bing. Fucking payout. Amazing. Uh, so yeah. Not bad. I'm, I'm going to talk about, right now, there are two parts to this this episode. Okay. The first part takes place in the magical land of 1988. Oh. And the other parts of World War II. So don't worry. They connect. I was so confused. It's like, wait a minute. Is this a neo-Nazi
0: werewolf? A <laughs> neo-Nazi. <laughs> He's just shaved. Werewolf,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at the Moorbach ammunition storage site in Germany in 1988, which was the largest U.S. Air Force ammo storage facility at Europe during the time... Um, is where we, we set our tail. It's a nice cool evening. God. Fog is rolling through these old growth German forests. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the the valley or the facility is in a valley. And yeah, it is surrounded by a forest. So they would get pretty foggy every once in a while, but basically they just store ammunition there. Um, this was still, you know, depth of the Cold War and uh, I don't remember went. Yes, I do. Okay, pre-Berlin Wall falling. So, East and West Germany still divided. Okay,
0: yeah. Um so you said 1988. Yes. West or East Germany?
1: The US one.
0: The US side, West.
1: The allied side.
0: The West Germany,
1: right? Yeah. Sure. I have, I have, I have, East Germany belt buckles. Upstairs, it's not, it's so, yeah. not like
0: I visited there <clears throat> fucking two years ago. I yeah. should remember. <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot. Drugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. So this is kind of a paranormal story. Okay. There were three men who were on duty. They were patrolling the perimeter fence one night. Uh, most of the time they would get like alarms for deer trapped in the fence Local teenagers would sometimes come up and like throw rocks oh, or God. try to spray paint yeah. shit. Just fuck around because yeah. they know they're not going to get like shot at. Yeah. It's not that important of a site. They would just like get chewed out and then get, hey, and go back home. Get the fuck out of your kids. Yeah, okay. exactly. So they received an alarm and they were like, huh. Those are goddamn kids again. Probably going to be a boar. They also had a lot of boar.
0: It sounds like the start of a Stranger Things episode. (laughs) A little bit. Start of a Stranger Things series.
1: Like a a season,
0: not series. Jesus. Almost
1: like they're drawing from previous inspiration, previous stories. No. Yeah. Everything's original. Nobody would do that. Yeah. So these three dudes were patrolling. They're bros. They're, um, I'm pretty, yeah, these, these guys were American. They're in Germany. They're, you know, getting their dick wet, drinking beer all the time. No, I don't know. I don't know what happens <sighs> fucking, in Germany. I've never been. The dream, dude. <laughs> Except they're stuck in in a valley in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still kind of the dream, if well, I'm being yeah. honest. So they, they showed up to where the alarm kind of was going off. There was some movement detected. I think it was like a motion sensor type system. Okay. And they're like, okay, let's let's go throw beer bottles at these kids. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, won't be the last. Yeah, and they're like, I hope it's not a boar stuck in the in the fence again cuz that's just a pain in the ass cuz it's trying to kill you and you're trying to get it out, and, you know, whatever." <laughs> and you're trying not to kill it. Yeah. So they're they're actually I believe they're patrolling on the outside of the fence. Okay. And they they get to the the area where they were called to and there's some movement inside in a super dark, pretty unlit area and they shine their flashlights at the spot. And there's an animal inside the fence, and like son of a bitch, probably crawled under. Pain in the ass. Now we gotta go wrestle this animal <laughs> in <laughs> the middle of the fucking night. Chase
0: it down. It's pitch
1: black. You've only got shit 1980s flashlights. Yeah, they don't even. I don't even think they're armed guards. I think they're they're civilian. Oh, yeah. patrolmen. I mean, like, well, imagine they've dealt with fucking kids. Yeah. Every Thursday night
0: for the last fucking three years so they're just like oh my god it's those fucking kids again it's cold yell at him tell them to fuck off and they'll be done for
1: the night yeah so the animal spun around because the light was on it and it kind of startled it and it stood up okay. on its hind legs so it was a chimpanzee so it was a chimp in the forest of germany <laughs> uh, it rose it was a
0: silverback gorilla <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: And that man was Harambe. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) This is where it started. Yeah, this is his origin story. Nah, so eight feet tall. Okay. A wolf-like creature, they described it as, stared at them for a few seconds. Okay, so
0: a bear with pointy ears.
1: Yellow eyes, thin. (laughs) Yeah. Humanoid-shaped, almost like a Bigfoot, but wolf, not monkey. (laughs) Monkey. Monkey. And there's just a wolf man standing there. And he's just kind of looking at him. What? Oh, I thought you were like they were just kinda looking at him. I was like, that's what No, the wolf was looking at them. They were like, I was so confused. I was like they're just like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) No. So then they are basically frozen in fear, and this thing takes two steps and jumps over a twelve foot fence. Towards them. And them. Landing behind them. Oh. And then it drops down to all four all four legs and runs into the forest.
0: I think there was something a little extra in that beer.
1: And, and they're like, what the fuck happened? I wouldn't be like, what the fuck happened?
0: I'd be, let's get, let's get the fuck out oh, of no, here. Oh, no, they did.
1: They fucking ran. They called for backup. They had uh, tracking dogs and armed guards show up to back them up. Dude, I feel like the worst...
0: The worst job to have when seeing anything that's like a monster or ghost is if you're in the army.
1: Yeah, but at least because, they were in the United because States. Because they're
0: going to think that you're just bullshitting so you can go home. It's it's the Catch-22 thing all over again. And you're like, no, I'm not trying to go home. And they're like, yeah, you are. You're like, no. It, but I know that if you were like, yo, all three of us saw a, man, a fucking Man, wolf, dog, man, stand up. Your fucking lieutenant or whoever the fuck you report to in the army would just be like, man, shut the fuck up. You got to lay off the beard. No, no more of that shit.
1: I'll get back to work.
0: That's what would happen. Yeah. It was the 80s. That but, shit was like
1: regular. But the guard dogs showed up. They got the scent and said, fuck no. We are not the dog." <laughs> the dogs went, fuck <laughs> no. <laughs> We are not going into the forest at night sniffing whatever the fuck smelled here. Because they found a trail. Yo, this they, is they, some... they alerted to a scent. <laughs> they
0: go, this is some big dick wolf piss. Yeah. No thanks. This wolf got big dick energy. I'm not going after this bitch. Yo, he got a lot of pee stored in them balls. <laughs> I'm not about this. Got them
1: big pee filled balls. God, dude. Yeah, so they ended up <laughs> not pursuing the beast because they were like, well, the dogs don't want to go. And these, these three, three dudes yeah. are shitting themselves. They're not going to yeah. go. And that's freaking out everybody else. So everybody's yeah, like, fuck. we need to get inside the fence. We can do the patrols from inside the fence now. It's fine. God, this, this is, fine. is like, this sounds like the thing, Germany. <laughs> God damn. Just in a facility in the
0: middle of nowhere.
1: Middle of book-ass nowhere. Oh, God. So the nearest village to this, to Morbach, was... Is, was, uh, Witlik, let's okay. say. Let's call it Vitlick. That's probably right. Super small village, but very historically significant. A lot of lore and culture from the area. Been Germanic, like a Germanic village for a long time. Oh, okay. Wow. It's also known as the last town where a werewolf was killed <laughs> in history. Fuck.
0: Okay. So this sounds exactly like the plot of American Werewolf in London. Okay. Does it? Yeah, 100%. So the – I won't give you spoilers, but, like, these guys go to this little bar. They run into some shit. They go out in the woods. They see a fucking werewolf. They get attacked by one. They go to – the I don't think they start at the bar. I don't remember. But they go to this fucking bar. They're like, oh, this is a werewolf town. The last one we killed was yada yada. And you're like, what the fuck? It's like this little Scottish area, I think. Um but yeah, and then it escalates from there. This dude goes back into the city, just gets worse and worse. So if if there's a fucking sighting of a werewolf in Berlin, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, this
1: is. I'm calling you out." No, AJ. no, I swear, <laughs> this happened. American Werewolf in London also never happened. existed. It happened. It's not real. It happened. Google it. It didn't show up. It doesn't show up. They made that. Never movie. happened. No, that's your spec strip, Uh, strip script. Fuck. So yeah, they this the story starts with Thomas Johannes Baptist Schweitzer, (laughs) which is a great name. Oh no, Thomas Johannes Baptist Schweitzer. Schweitzer.
0: Oh my god, bro! How much did his parents hate him?
1: (laughs) Right. So he was a deserter from Napoleon's army. Oh, okay. And he was (laughs) traveling home. He has the name of a deserter. Yeah. And he he was trying to get back to his home, which was Alsace. Not Alsace Lorraine. Thomas Johannes. From Alsace. (laughs) From Alsace, the deserter. The deserter. Passing through Wittlich. he was, you know, obviously, he had to hide from people, or they would turn him in, or treat him like shit. So he was starving... Trying to just survive on whatever he could scavenge, poor guy. Oh, and there was just this little, just this little, little farmhouse little outside of this town. And he's like, "I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go, you know, steal some food and he's like, a sleep hermit. In the barn. like, fuck, dude, why not? Whatever." So the farmer was like, "Fuck, no, you're not. I'm gonna stab you with this oh, pitchfork." okay. Fork. I
0: thought that this was gonna go a different way. That he like has a pre- a peaceful hay dinner. No, and then he gets fucking eviscerated by a werewolf. No,
1: no, no. He actually murdered the farmer. Oh fuck! What the hell? Because he was like, no, I need to eat, bitch.
0: God damn. Okay, Thomas Johannes,
1: asshole. not a funny guy. Certified asshole. Yeah, well, he did grow up with that name, so can yes. you really blame yes. him? Yes, he's still an asshole. <laughs>
0: I don't blame him for
1: being an asshole, but he's still an asshole. So as he was running away, the farmer's wife cursed Thomas. Oh. And as Thomas was running into the forest, he transformed into a wolf. Okay. So for a few weeks from the curse. Yeah. So for a few weeks, uh, the wolf man would murder men and kill off a bunch of animals. And finally, the town's folks had enough. They cornered the wolf man killed the shit out of it. What year was this? Uh it's lore, so no good oh, year. So okay. during the Napoleonic so, Wars. Okay. Sometime during Napoleon.
0: I see. Alright. Yeah.
1: And um, I was
0: imagining post World War Two. No, and
1: I was like, Jesus Christ, what no. the fuck? So they they killed the wolf and they buried him at the crossroads and they built a shrine on top of it to prevent him from coming back. The whole thing was we're gonna keep a candle lit here and if the candle Goes out. Jesus, it's gonna come back.
0: I would love to live in a city
1: that's like that, dude. That's just you can go there. That's just constantly. They spooked. have a ton of shrines with candles. Vitlich? They yeah. They play into the whole werewolf thing. You can go there. I'm gonna look it up, and it's like a quaint little German town. I was looking at pictures. Ooh, why would you do that? Ooh, why would oh, you do that? Sorry,
0: I don't know what's happening. Uh, so
1: vitlick okay. W i t t l i c h. If anybody's interested, we're putting together... That's going to be the first stop on the PP yeah. World Tour. Yeah. Which we I forgot. Tour de la PP. Tour de la PP. Okay, Vitlick. Oh,
0: yeah. of course, the the first uh, no spoilers. restaurant that shows up, Asian Walk. <laughs> right right near downtown. Authentic Asian Walk, everybody.
1: Best place to get Asian food is in Germany. <laughs> it's in Vitlick, Germany. So... You know, that's kind of the lore behind that area, and I always find it so fascinating that if Ooh, you go so back cool. to the lore of, you know, small villages and different, like, cultural areas, I, I always wonder if there's some, you know, semblance of truth to why this area has lore on wolfmen, this area has lore on Bigfoot, this area area has lore on Thunderbirds, like, I always wonder if they're connected. Yeah, why why, why certain places are yeah. certain
0: things. I feel you. Uh also, by the
1: way, yeah.
0: Fucking cool looking town. Yeah. Have you seen awesome. did you yeah, look it Yeah, Yeah, I looked it up.
1: Yeah. I it's love, a cool ass town. It's so
0: it's, it's so fucking looking. German.
1: Oh yeah. It's like if you think of the stereotypical German village, yeah, it's this like, like it.
0: northwestern German. You're like, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It looks like a an overwatch map.
0: Uh, I hate you for saying that, but
1: yeah. (laughs) It does. You're not wrong. So, interestingly enough, throughout the 80s and the early 90s, there were a ton of reports of a huge wolf-like creature being seen both in the town and from other patrolmen on on the base. They were not the first people. They were the first people to document it. Oh. In their... On the base. Okay. So, the base is gone now. It's replaced by wind turbines, but the village still you know, celebrates the vampire, or vampire, goddamn, the werewolf stuff. They still have the shrines with candles in them. They kind of play into that. Okay. And I, I I, love that, that there were... It wasn't just these three dudes. This Morbach monster thing started a lot of Wolfman investigations. Okay. Like, I, I know most people don't even know that there is... A sect of cryptid cryptozoological researchers who focus on wolfman like uh what's her name the lady who did the beast of bray road uh of course i can't remember her a, name uh, now
0: beast, of bray, beast road? of
1: bray road yeah this is where she got her like break but like uh psh, 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 psh. Why, why can't i remember her name of course you know she's just like super famous for this stuff
0: i'm pulling it up you're good uh uh Filling the time, filling the time.
1: Da, da. I don't see a name. <laughs> Fuck, uh, Linda, Linda Godfrey. Godfrey. There we go. Oh, I, I remember Linda, <laughs> Linda Godfrey. Yeah, I I've read some of her stuff. Pretty compelling. She does a good job of investigating, which is really rare in the paranormal field nowadays. A lot of people are very. Oh, this is. I'm collecting reports online, and yeah. collating them into a Kindle book that I can sell for five ninety nine. Yeah, that's me. Making
0: yeah. episodes, um, she I do like goes this out. though. I'm intrigued, and I might actually look into her stuff. You should, because of how just this like one sentence. Godfrey was initially skeptical, but later became convinced of the sincerity of the witnesses. Yes, that's where I am right now. It's I don't. Yeah. I'm not completely against all things paranormal. You're just skeptical, which is uh, totally yeah, healthy. Just like I'm like you know I haven't fucking seen anything. I don't know anything so i'm not
1: gonna really have an opinion right now
0: which i think is fair
1: yeah she she's phenomenal some of her stuff especially i i am more familiar with her earlier work she would like let's say somebody writes a report and says hey i saw this weird thing the one that's popping off in the top of my head now uh, this is from memory so it might not be super accurate disclaimer But um, this person if, came if to her. If you're expecting accuracy,
0: you wouldn't be listening. You're on the to wrong show, anyway. Yeah.
1: But Bear does say we're decently accurate. Well, it's just he said w- that once. because Wikipedia once. backs us up a little bit. I did not use Wikipedia for this. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Turns shit. out, Now, this is my first episode. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 nice. But uh, it, so basically, this person who's in their mid 30s now approached her and said, "Hey, when I was a kid, I saw something weird. We were at a gas station." filling up family vacation kind of drive and me and my sister were playing with a ball we we're throwing it back and forth but it kind of we missed it and it bounced and rolled across the street in this small town we have no idea where we were our parents don't remember where we were uh-huh. um or no you didn't say that we don't remember where we were the ball rolls into this garage The garage door is like halfway down. Oh,
0: fuck no, kids.
1: And the sister stays, but this guy goes and gets the ball, Crawl, not crawls, he kind of has to dip down a little bit, goes in, and the ball's right there, grabs it, looks up, and there's a fully grown man, without a shirt on, transforming? (laughs) Or like, it's like he was having a seizure, but then hair was growing out, and the finger, like, turning into a wolf man kind of thing. Okay. And they remember that there was almost like a burrow hole in the back of the garage. Like it crawled up out of it. Like weird huh. thing. Everybody should look at this very skeptically. Also. Obviously it was a kid. Nobody
0: should go into someone's garage if your ball rolls in there. Just just so yes. you guys know. uh, Not a good idea.
1: You can take that, you children, can take that away from
0: this. Children and adults alike. Yeah. Don't anybody. do that. <laughs> so
1: even if there's a even if there might be a werewolf in there, don't go in. Don't go in. Yeah. So he's like <laughs> and whatever, and then he just remembers going back to his family, and they were looking for him. Like, oh, like more time had passed than he could remember. Like the kid that saw the kid. Him. Yeah. Okay. So they were like, okay. Linda was like, okay, let's figure this out. Contact your parents. Ask them where they think that was. They were able to give him a town so then she actually went to the town and you know on guidance with this guy to find the gas station they're like okay the gas station exists that's the first step is like yeah did the location exist and she's really good that she's willing to give this crazy story the benefit of the doubt if it was a made-up story why would they base it on a real place yeah why would why would they give a place to investigate they'd be like
0: oh, it was a different dimension gas station. And no, like, she'd be like, what the fuck? Well, like, they would, she would say like- How am I supposed to find You would say,
1: this? oh, it was a gas station uh, that's red on Main Street. Yeah. Uh, there was a Maverick on Main Street and Second South or whatever. Yeah. And there, and then she would just look it up and be like, there's not a Maverick there, so get out. That's how she filters her stuff. Totally So fair. she found, oh, this place was there where he said accurately. Mm-hmm. Even though it had been 30 years, she was able to see like- uh, dig into yeah, yeah. like she archives can, and she could still find and where find the where location it had and, been yeah and then she went there and was like oh well now the house that was there is torn down but i found pictures of the house before it was turned out and i showed them to the guy and i was like hey is this the place but first i showed them a different house that was Uh-oh. in the town somewhere else and said hey is this it you like no, no that's no. not it And she said, showed oh, the real one uh, sorry what about photo. this one yeah and right. and i really like that kind of investigation. Mm, well, because it's an actual investigation.
0: Yeah. It's because she's going into it hoping she finds them saying
1: no. It exactly. Exist. Exactly. She, Which, she's trying to find to call them out on their bullshit. And that's what that's what
0: I like about it, because I feel like so much of the paranormal stuff currently is someone going out trying to find something spooky so they can post about it. Yeah. And
1: looking for it and then playing based into on. It. Now, I don't
0: know a lot about paranormal stuff, but when I was looking into, like, Willow Wisp and everything, when you're going out and looking for something, you're not really going to get it if it doesn't want you to see it. Exactly. And a werewolf and shit like that isn't really going to want you to see it. Mm -hmm. So, for me, I think that going out with a mindset of, yeah, this is bullshit, But let's let's prove it wrong is way better than going, holy shit, this is a great story. Let's let's
1: find it. Let's take it at face value. Because
0: you're not you're not going to you're not going to look at things in a skeptical light, which I think is vital for this, because it's it's easy in paranormal research and everything to just take everything, like you said, at face value and to just go. Oh, they said there was a ghost? Well, there was a fucking ghost. Exactly. No, verify. Like
1: say that there wasn't. Find out if it's a possibility that it wasn't. Just even the fact of confirming certain information like basic information too. Oh, I I remember going and I was wearing this shirt and this was the year. Oh, did this shirt even exist in this year? Did this location exist? at this time period. Like just ruling something as simple as that out, you get rid of pretty much all the fakers. Cause they're not going to go to the effort of I was saying say, Oh yeah. yeah, I had this ecto cooler juice box five years before it, it was, was created. I'm gonna look up the dates on that. Like yeah. no no And I mean do that. I'm sure at her
0: level too she has to go into everything with a grain of salt. Like they're this It's is, a Wolfman.
1: Yeah. How do you be ta- how goes, are you taking seriously? This is
0: gonna be bullshit like I'm gonna go in, verify everything before I go. Hi, have you seen werewolves here before? And then she gets chased out of fucking.
1: Town. Yeah, exactly. So she I like she that. she really understood. I'll understands have to look further into at her. least the old stuff. Again, I haven't read anything more recent. Just like Watch. towards the beginning, she just completely switches
0: Fuck. and she changes to the oh, dude God. that wears bedazzled pants on like. No, no, she network. switches
1: to David Ike. <laughs> but um, she
0: changes the Chris Angel. <laughs> God oh, no. damn it! Fuck.
1: No, but. <laughs> from what i have seen from her she's very much i understand that this topic will make it so that no one will take me seriously yeah but i've investigated enough to know that there's some to it so maybe you something should just will... hear like just listen somebody's got a big ass dog that's scaring people yeah <laughs> so let's let's go back 40 years okay. from the the wolfman sighting the beast of moorbach oh as it's called so 40 years earlier the allies Mostly the the Russians were just pushing into Germany, just shrekking them. And then America was kind of there and was like, hey, we're here, too. And we're fresh and haven't been fighting and haven't lost all these yeah. soldiers. So we have new cars built in Germany. Not. <laughs> yeah. We promised they're American made. It's the same company, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're fresh. So they're there, too. And they're. The, the Nazis know that they are losing. So they're trying to... All these top Nazi heads, including Adolf Hitler, are smashing their heads together, trying to think, how do we turn this so that we at least get a good, like, deal? And at this point, Hitler was basically checked out yeah. off his mind on drugs from what we know. So he probably wasn't playing too much of a role. He was still saying, we're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> we got this I promise we got this but previously in the war in um 1944 they had done an operation with uh, at Hitler's behest called Operation Werewolf okay the whole idea was you get uh Adolf Prutzmann and Otto Skorzeny who I talk about a lot he had a huge hand he was Hitler's like black ops guy oh Otto Skorzeny, and just one of the very small so, so things. So he's
0: the Dick Cheney, of <laughs> yes,
1: the fucking third Reich. Yeah. So he, they launched Operation Werewolf, where these two SS lieutenants and a couple like little paramilitary groups infiltrated Allied camps, sabotaged supply lines, and just f- tried to fuck over the Allies as much as they could. These were the guys who, like Otto Skorzeny and some of his group of dudes his black ops soldiers essentially would dress in american soldier Ooh, uniforms that's some war crime it's shit. a huge war crime but they got off on it because they said that they switched into their, their uniform before going to fight and we've talked about this before but that's bullshit because it's the people who there was nobody to testify against them because they were dead
0: jesus
1: so yeah they these guys were not afraid of war crimes uh, Otto Skorzeny was another was another thing that he's done Around this time period, Martin Scorsese. Another thing, yeah, (laughs) Otto Scorszani. It's very close to saying that a couple of times. In 1943, he led a small group of commandos and rescued Mussolini from a compound in Italy because he was basically arrested in a prison compound. It was basically a castle, and they got there by using hang gliders, what and like zip lines. And stealth. It was super cool. And black turtlenecks. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Beanies, (laughs) glass cutters, and uh, balaclavas. Yeah, right. I was going to say baklava. And baklavas. (laughs) Yeah, that's how they bribed the guards. No, so basically Hitler checked out the leading, you know, the people who were still around in leadership in 44 and 45 understood that they're not going to win. Yeah. But we gotta how are we gonna stretch this out so that we can surrender on our terms okay we can get a better deal and they they think back to operation werewolf and like that worked let's do guerrilla warfare so basically in the last throws as they're you know getting invaded they put together a a bunch of guerrilla like groups and they say go crazy Go Che Guevara on their asses. Like, go crazy. Disrupt supply lines. Assassinate people. Basically, try to be the inglorious bastards. of okay, German. Okay, yeah. Like, go bonkers. But it fell apart immediately. <laughs> of, of course. course. Of because course basically they were taking orders from this guy and then this guy was stepping in saying, no, I'm in control. No, I'm in control because... When Hitler kind of snapped, essentially, when he was... Everyone was so power-hungry. There was a power vacuum.
0: Yeah, everyone was looking for a gap to fill. How
1: am I going to go here? How am I going to go here? Like, Somebody's got to step into that role, and they were all kind of fighting against each other. They didn't do that. They probably... They could have caused more damage. So because of that power vacuum that was left there, that whole guerrilla operation fell apart. But then Goebbels was like, Oh, it's always Goebbels. It's always Goebbels. It's always
0: fucking Goebbels,
1: man. So Goebbels was like, All right, we need to... Let's try this again. We're going to create these guerrilla groups, but we're going to try to get civilians on, on it. Like, you don't have to be in the military. It's not officially organized. But let's start distributing information, how to organize, how to get supplies, and what to do, how to yeah. sabotage, that kind of thing and they called them werewolves so early 1945 the national radio broadcasts started to say there's a werewolf movement join the werewolf movement like you can you know rebel if you know any any sympathizers fuck them up if you know where you know this information fuck it up destroy these supplies burn this shit kill these guys like they started doing it in fact one broadcaster, one female broadcaster said, it sa- it probably sounds way cooler in German. But the translation is I am so savage, I'm filled with rage. Lily the werewolf is my lame my lame. My name <laughs> I bite, I eat, I am not tame. My werewolf teeth bite the enemy. I that was the official she w- broadcast. She
0: was just fucking slim shady dropping that oh, shit. Oh, I'm sure.
1: I'm sure. She just spitting it out. So they most people were like,
0: Lily is my name and werewolfing is the name of my fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, yeah. God.
1: I want to do that. All so, these
0: all these fucking blonde hair, blue eyed fucks around the street. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a wolf. Oh God. Part of the wolf pack.
1: <laughs> God, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. So they, they, most, most people were like, fuck we've essentially been at war since 1933 yeah we've before that we faced major inflation since the end of our last war that we also got our ass reamed yeah and then before that
0: just fucking was it major inflation as to why they had so many problems before world war one am i wrong yes okay well regardless
1: they didn't have a ton of problems pre-world war one as far as i'm aware post that's that the inflation was so awful with the weimar republic and oof so they were basically like fuck you guys i don't want to be a werewolf gorilla now like i was willing to go in with the fancy outfits with the fucking killer style which nazis are horrible but their style damn if they don't oh my god so (laughs) i mean i don't blame them i'd be like I
0: want to drink because I'm having a good time, not because I'm stressed living in Germany.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so they, there were, you know, holdouts and pockets of people, resistance fighters essentially, across the nation for years even. Like, there were multiple times when they um, – where you get sniped. Like, you'd just be – Oh, well, shit. end of the war. Everything's fine. I'm driving my Jeep. I'm an American soldier. Jesus. Boom, Brain's blown out.
0: God damn.
1: Like there were tons of like hit and run style, like guerrilla attacks where they yeah. just shoot up a Jeep, run away. Like that stuff would happen. A lot of supplies got stolen or destroyed. Eventually it just kind of dwindled out, obviously, because there's no coming back at that point. But it was even in training manuals allegedly i didn't find one of these training manuals i just read about them but uh that they would say no werewolves are not real because people would come back because these werewolf guerrilla fighters would play into the lore they'd like leave hair around or like like torn up clothes and howl at night like they would play into it it, it, to try to create livestock yeah they to try (laughs) to create this like yeah. psychological fear yeah psychological attack from it so one of the theories is the beast of Mordok is just that werewolf lore passed down from the Nazis yeah it still doesn't explain what they saw but yeah I just mean, that there I just love that there is that werewolf lore it is interesting I I like super that... far back and more modern and then it's grabbed it's kind of like the
0: the weird creepy little history history of it is then grabbed by a really fucking terrible group that they adapt it and more or less recreate it and then it comes back later on 50 some
1: odd years later it's really fucking it's interesting really interesting like and the fact that there was vampire lore vampire god damn, werewolf lore before that and just like, it's just there. Like, why? Why does it keep coming back? Yeah, it's odd to this area. I like and, it though.
0: I feel like that. And, as as terrible as the Nazis are, it's a really fucking clever approach. Yeah, to keep that shit under wraps. Yeah, because really I is. mean, if you're if you're an American tuning into their radio stations and you hear, "Hey, werewolves don't exist," like, "Oh, become a part of the werewolves," that kind of shit. It's like, oh, it's probably some stupid, like, local thing, whatever, Germans love werewolves and beer. Everyone knew that
1: in the 1940s, right? (laughs) Sure. So,
0: it's a really fucking clever approach.
1: It really is. And it gives the resistance fighters something to, like, focus on. Even without, like, authority and hierarchy, they know what they're supposed to do and how to do it. Just based on that.
0: You know what? It wouldn't work today in the U S because the asshole, like the people are on the really shitty side of things here. That would be like, we're going to rebel against like they would go. I know what we should say. We should say the Eagles. And you'd be like, bro, shut the fuck up. We know like (laughs) uh, join the Eagles. We'd be like, yeah, we fucking know. And they're just out at night going,
1: (laughs) yeah,
0: They're just doing fucking crow calls. You're like, you're an idiot. Like, That's I not know, an eagle noise. I know what you guys are doing. Like, you QAnon fucks aren't special. You're choosing eagles. Like, it. I just mm. feel like it wouldn't work today. One, because of how much information we have at our yeah. fingertips. And two, you just don't get that fucking rich history in the U.S. Yeah. Unless you go to the indigenous side of things, and they wouldn't go to the indigenous side No, of
1: they would not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, no, it's, it's really interesting how it, how it just keeps, kept coming back in that region. And it never really made it to the United States. Like, the lore affected U.S. and, you know, pretty much anybody else who was occupation at that time. Um, it affected the servicemen, like the, the yeah. Americans who were over there occupying but they the didn't nation come back and talk but about it. oh the werewolves no they group. were told a lot of times by their commanding officers like that's not real don't ever talk about it again so they never did <laughs> but damn. but apparently it was big oh i'm sure until like the 60s like Jesus. people would talk about oh there were werewolves oh like huh. whether they believe it or not just the fact that they're talking about it Jesus. and talking about the legends that's crazy. And the stories about it that the Nazis were able to like fuel the fire and rekindle some of that older the lore. Fear of werewolves, man. Oh yeah, a Nazi werewolf I'm in te- Germany. Terrified right. by where not werewolves. Wolfmen. They're different. Werewolves are men who turn into wolves. Wolfmen are men who are wolves. Who are wolves? It's like a wolf. Man. Humanoid yeah. wolves. Yeah. Wolfman. He
0: doesn't. He doesn't switch back. Yeah.
1: yeah. I feel you. Interesting. Yeah. I
0: like it. It. That's a, a fucking weird one. It's really fucking weird. But uh, but, but I got fun. to talk
1: to talk about Otto Scorzani. I got to talk about Nazi st- uh, Nazi style. It's a good episode. Yeah, it's it's AJ's wet dream. <laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're good. All right. Well,
0: let's see, a Nazi werewolf in Germany. Roll the credits. Our Patreon subscribers.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> <clears throat> Thank you to the Patreon subscribers, Patreon.com forward slash points of pressure.
0: You got it. One breath.
1: I'm not the guest host. Abby. AJ's third nut. Lindo. NSA isn't real. D's nuts. None Nordic me. Thunder. Toddy Waddy. Poopy Snotty. Dark Runner. Haley. Casey McFasey. Thank you guys so much. Did you much. get all of them? I did. Now nah, you missed two of them. No, I didn't. No, nah, I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> I, I had to scroll. No, uh, I've got their email addresses right here. I'm going to start reading them out. No. <laughs> I have their addresses. Let's uh, all of our Patreon <laughs> subscribers. I,
0: Uh, yeah. Thanks guys. We really appreciate all of your help. If you would like to subscribe and make sure that AJ runs out of breath, I would appreciate it. I think it'd be cool if he can't do all of our Patreon subscribers on one breath. Yeah, that would be, I think that would be so cool. I think that's a stretch goal for me. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, a huge thank you to you guys. As AJ always says, you keep the lights on in the place. Um, but yeah, thank you for subscribing. Check it out. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Point Zero Pressure. Suggest anything. Reach out. And don't forget, next Sunday, 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, we're going to be live. Reach out for links. And we'll catch you guys next Monday.
1: Yeah, you got to get home.